She knows what the left is thinking before they do. Dr. Gina Loudon, exclusively on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us. Uh, This last week, uh, CPAC rolled back into Washington, D.C. It had been being held in Florida the last couple of years uh, due to COVID and some of the restrictions that they had had, but they moved it back to the, the capital area. I think to get more uh, lawmaker participation and some of the uh, some of the other uh, priorities there. Someone who has opinions about some of the stuff coming out of CPAC, I'm sure, is Dr. Gina Loud, and she rejoins us. Uh, Dr. Gina, it was an interesting um, it was an interesting gathering in that uh, a lot of people, my colleagues on Salem and, and others, were trying to make they were trying to read the tea leaves of the presidential candidates that were involved or not involved only nikki haley and donald trump were declared candidates that addressed the uh the gathering i don't think ambassador bolton did and i don't think uh the millionaire billionaire guy uh that's running that i don't know and nobody else knows uh is a spoke either but i thought that the former president number 45 mr trump laid out a very specific case and actually took, um, I mean, he carved out ground. He said, if I get elected, this will happen. If I get elected, this will happen. If I get elected, this. And he was very, very specific. WHO, uh, you know, um, going back after people that, uh, you know, had furthered corruption, et cetera, et cetera. What would you make of the gathering as it uh, took place? And obviously the former president killing it in the poll. Nobody else even close. Uh, more than 62 percent voted for him. Well, for those who are just, you know, uh, maybe getting active in the political scene over the last few years or whatever, they should know that every single year at CPAC, for, I can't even remember how long. I've been going for 20 years. This is the first year I missed in 20 years. Um, but every single CPAC, uh, Ron Paul and then Rand Paul would win the straw poll every single year, no matter what, no matter how, who tried to rig it or what. Um, so for Trump to win so overwhelmingly, um, tells you that his base is absolutely solid. It's going nowhere. And um, obviously, though, he's not sitting down for that. This will be, you know, it's funny. I talked to a neighbor of mine who is from, um, you know, from a from a country that was involved in World War II, and he's an older man. And so I love talking to older people because sometimes you can just get wisdom there. You just can't get anyplace else. That's, and that's he correct. Trump. And he said, he said, you all must realize the socialists do not cede ground, not ever. So everything they've taken over in America, they will not give up without a full-on war, which I thought was really interesting thinking about it from an election integrity position, mm-hmm. that the socialists are ready for war at the ballot box with us. That's what's going on here. Make no mistake. This is a socialist takeover of our election process, and it's very intentional. So... Um, I, I, I think that's going to be the greatest challenge in the next election. I know everyone thinks that. My husband is working on an election integrity project as well. It, it is really going to be where we need to put all of our efforts for this next election. But also, I don't think we have any idea what the left is willing to do to try to win this. But I did think it was very interesting that not only, like you said, did Donald Trump make new promises, like ending the war in Ukraine, 
But also he gave timelines. He said, I'll do that before I'm even in the Oval Office. Marianne Williamson, who, you know, is kind of a, half of a peacock. I mean, she's just kind of crazy. But she's declared her candidacy for the Democratic primary. And she ran the last right. time around. She was one of those 32 that stood up there at one point in time. But she was on uh, a show over the weekend, and I can't remember which one it was. But if you're an early if you're an early announcer in the race, you get all the press media up front. Right. So you like the people right. that jumped in now, Nikki Haley and Marianne Wilkinson are going to get a ton of press. Um, so, but she was saying that Democrats had cheated and that she's concerned about election integrity, too. So you've, it's not just people that support Donald Trump or even the Republican Party that are worried about this. Americans at large need to be worried about this. Well, and Democrats demand total uniformity and total, you know, loyalty and all things. But I thought it was really interesting, too. I don't know if you saw Joe Manchin over the weekend um, yeah. talking about that he's not going to say whether or not he's declared he's going to declare or not that he'll be making that decision um, a little bit later in the year. And I find that really interesting because, of course, Democrats don't tolerate any sort of dissent at all. Marion Williamson isn't elected. She's not part of the power structure. So she doesn't quite have, I agree with what you said about her, but she doesn't quite have the pressure. She doesn't even know the rules, probably. She hasn't been informed, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. how you must conform and must comply. But Joe Manchin knows exactly what he's getting himself into by not saying like some of the cowards are in the Democrat Party. Oh, I'm supporting Joe Biden. He said he's running. I'm supporting him 100 percent like the Elizabeth Warrens of the world who know their place in the party. They know the only way they stay viable is if they do absolutely everything. Kiss the ring. Yeah. Tell them to do. And so I thought it was interesting for Joe Manchin to have said that. Was, was another big strike against him in a million ways. He's already stood up to the Democrat powerhouse. But it also shows a little bit of a crack in their fiber, Kevin, because they should not have people saying things like that right now, right? There's nothing wrong with Joe Manchin, Joe Manchin just saying, for, for PR purposes, what Elizabeth Warren said, absolutely, I'm supporting, I'm supporting Joe Biden. It doesn't matter. He said he's running. That's what I'm doing. Manchin could have said that. He didn't say that. I see that as um, a chink in the armor. Honestly, there's something going on in the Democrat Party. While they love to try to pretend like it's the Republican Party that's all messed up. No, we're not. We're just MAGA and you don't like it. And the establishment Republicans are out of power now and they don't like it. And they'll stay out of power because America's sick of them because they're no different than Democrats. But now we're seeing a chink in the armor of Democrat Party establishment. And I find that extremely popcorn worthy. Well, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I think there there are cracks that have been appearing uh, since 2020. And I think in the 2022 midterms, you know, you, you people talked about the red wave that wasn't. Uh, of course, the House was taken back mostly by America First candidates uh, in the Senate. Didn't go quite the way we'd like it to, partly because I think Pennsylvania has not. Uh, you know, fixed its uh, election integrity issues. But some of the states did. Wisconsin did. Uh, there's there's been grounds made in um, places like Nevada and Arizona, but there's a lot more work to be done. Um, certainly uh, there's others that we're going to be focusing on. But at the um, at the very end of the day, uh, at the school board district level, there was a massive red wave of school board members that got thrown out by parents who were conservative that wanted to be involved in the curriculums, and they said, no, we're not taking it anymore. I mean, in, in more than 50 of the biggest school systems in the country, you had that happen, including San Francisco. 
And I think that um, I think that there is more middle ground, moderate, even Democrat support for common sense, America first, child first friendly policies than what we will than what will show up right now in the polls. And I'm just pointing to the fact that Carol Markowitz and Bethany Mandel have written this book called Stolen Youth. It's an amazing read. It's all about how parents are getting the short shift and. You know, the, the left thinks that the children belong to them. It's up to us to say no. Uh, and you've also got simultaneously with that, you've got the, the CRT and the sexual stuff that is happening in the schools, trying to transition kids without their parents' knowledge. I think the Democrats have all kinds of chinks in the armor and cracks that they're not even they're not even awake to yet. They think it's just the border. They think it's just Trump. No, no, no. There is much, much more there that people will be casting their votes on. Uh, come 2024. It'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. Dr. Gina, always appreciate your insights. Thank you for being with us. Always a pleasure, Kevin. You and your audience have a great week. Thanks for having me. You do the same. All right. When we come back, Danielle Alvarez, um, uh, communications uh, director for the uh, RNC, will be with us next. Stay here. 